Happy Thursday! And welcome to the PHNX Side Devil Shaw. I'm Anthony Totri, joined as always by my bestest pal, oh, Eric Ruby over here. We got DJ Jacob Franklin causing havoc behind the Mac, making all the magic happen. Guys, if you're new here, do us a solid. Hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button. Leave a five-star review. Let us know what you like about this podcast. Jacob, let's just keep this music rolling, man, because it's just... It's that kind of day today. It's that kind of day. You got ASU baseball going. You got ASU softball going. You got ASU basketball going. Are you kidding me? But don't even worry about that, Eric. Don't even worry. I ain't about worried that. about a damn thing. You just call me your bestest pal, and I'm on cloud nine. I know, man. It is what it is. Right next to Short Bus, one of our people next diehards in the chat. Look, we're going to hear from Arizona State softball outfielder Kelsey Hall a little bit later in the show. Just to recap. Everything going on with ASU softball, their doubleheader on Wednesday, and then everything that is in front of the Sun Devils. So another edition of Kelsey's Corner coming your way. But what we're going to be doing today is another tier list. We didn't do a tier list on Tuesday, so we got a little tier list Thursday action. And Eric, what are we going to be tier listing today? We're going big picture, baby. Big picture. We're looking at the big three, the the quote-unquote revenue sports, baseball, basketball, football, as far as the state of athletic department. So when you talk about a school, when you're ranking in the Big 12, you're not just talking talking about football nope. you're not just talking about basketball nope. you're talking about those two plus baseball it's gonna be pretty in-depth it should be a fun one yeah i'm looking forward to it like i said normally when we do these tier lists we, we kind of hone in on football in the past we've done mascots stadiums road trips individual position groups exactly. for asu and, quarterback and yeah now we are going to get into the entire I don't want to say the entire athletic program. I do want to make note that, like Eric said, we are just strictly doing revenue sports. And I know not all of these are revenue sports specifically for these respective universities. Sharon bringing up hockey, like hockey is a revenue sport technically for Arizona State, or at least is on the verge of becoming one. Uh, but we are not including hockey in that list. We are strictly staying with football, basketball, and baseball moving into the big Mostly 12. for our own sanity. Yes. Because... You have to kind of draw the line somewhere. And unfortunately for ASU, they would actually get a pretty big bump if we started including things like hockey or swim gymnastics, and swim and dive, triathlon. Like those are the sports that ASU kind of does clean up in. Yeah. So, you know, we're not being biased here, but when you're looking at a big picture, you can't do like everything because I'm sorry, I cannot do a deep dive into Iowa State gymnastics. I just can't no, do it. You don't follow up with everything that the Cyclones have going on in No, Ames? I mean, I used to. To. I used to, but back you know, I day. just can't anymore. Yeah, yeah, back when they were that powerhouse back in the mid '80s. Yeah, those were the golden days of Iowa State gymnastics. I have no idea what I'm talking <laughs> about. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Look, let's go ahead. Let's get started because I anticipate this one probably taking a good chunk of time. So we have all of these schools. We'll go ahead. We'll throw them there on the bottom. We'll reset it. We'll change the background color to white because every time we do this, Cincinnati kind of gets lost because their mask or not their mascot, but their logo isn't the the most, I guess, wait, wait what's the right word? It doesn't shine the brightest among all these. It's that little black box. But when you throw it on, it does indeed exist. So we have split up. These athletic programs, eight and eight, will go back and forth a little bit here. Eric, yeah. where do you want to start? Uh, I'm going to start with probably the least exciting school for me, and that's going to be the University of Central Florida. Mm. Uh, mid all around, 
mid mid or bad all around. Uh, <laughs> I don't have any D's on my list so far. Uh, Jacob Franklin, you stay away from that S tier, buddy. You don't get anywhere. <laughs> you know, listen, I will not try to disrespect the 2019 national champions like that or the 20, whatever, whatever year it was that they won their fake national championship. Was it 2017? I, I think, think it was 2017, yeah. Uh, yeah, UCF basketball, not great. They're, they're not very good. Their move into the Big 12 for football, also not great. And for baseball, you'll never believe it. I'll never believe it. Yeah, you'll never believe it. They're they're yeah, really good. No, they're not that great. <laughs> <laughs> no, UCF to me is kind of the definition of mid as far as these athletic programs go. When you start looking at other places like let's say in Iowa State, you look at like their their men's basketball program yeah. is number six in the nation. BYU basketball is also ranked like these teams like Utah has a pretty mid basketball team, but their football team is really good. So it's. It, yeah, I'm sorry, Jervis. Uh, the we're cheerleading not, team, we're not we're not hearing that as well. So I, I'm gonna start with I'll say C. Okay, okay. But I am so. I was about to say, if he was gonna give him a B, man, we're being lenient. Yeah, no, we're being no, no, really no, 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 no. Lenient. I was I was CF there. No, no, no. I was considering D. Okay. I was considering D, but I think that that's something that once we kind of get more on there, I, I don't know. I'm looking. I'm looking around though, and I'm like. There's maybe one or two other schools that are going to threaten for the worst, and and I think UCF, as of right now, is is up there. Yeah, no, that's valid. I do want to keep it with another program that maybe isn't going to knock people's socks off. Uh, let's go ahead. Let's do West Virginia. West Virginia, okay. as it stands right now, we obviously know the, I guess, little beef that ASU's former athletic director, Ray Anderson, <laughs> had uh, had with West Virginia. But West Virginia overall, baseball right now, they're 2-2 two and two overall. It's tough to really rank them just based off of what we've seen from um, the baseball season as it stands right mm-hmm. now. Basketball, they're 9-17. and 17. They are one of the worst teams in the Big 12 as it relates to college basketball. Football, though, for me is interesting for West Virginia because – like upon review, or I guess before you actually look at everything that has gone on with West Virginia over the last year in terms of football, like you'd be like, oh, West Virginia, they're a mid, they're mid, whatever. Mm-hmm. They actually went nine and four last season when it came down to football, which was kind of a surprise for me, given really just how well the conference stacked up in general. They obviously had a twelve and two team, a ten and four team, ten and three. But mm-hmm. yeah, West Virginia nine and four. They uh, finished the season on a little bit of a win streak. They were five and one at home. However, because their baseball program is a little mid and their basketball program is garbage, yeah. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to keep West Virginia in the C tier. I think I UCF. think that's fair. I would put them ahead of UCF though. Okay, because they do have a. A successful and things right can now. change. Things can change. We can fluctuate as we go along this list. We can move from C to D. We can move from C to B, and we'll just kind of go from there. Joseph in the chat. UCF basketball just landed Mikey Williams, though. Basketball team gets a pass for having Kerr. We got BC in the chat. Short bus chair and Jervis. Everybody hit that like button, guys. We are just getting started on this week's tier list. Where are we going next, Eric? Ooh, let's go. Uh... Let's go with a team jumping ship to the Big 12 with the Pack of Boys this year. I'm talking about Utah. Mm. Now, here's the thing about Utah is they are absolutely carried by their football program. Yeah. But their football program is is the definition of just really solid, really good. I feel like you can go into any year and just expect them to to be fine. Now, Utah basketball. They started uh, off hot. They did, So they started off hot, but they've been lost in the mess that is the Pac-12. Yeah. Um. I I would not go out there and consider them a like great team, 
lost I, five of the last seven. I would consider them an okay team. I don't think they're that bad as far as five out of the last seven, yeah. but I don't think they're as good as they started the season. So I would say, okay, their basketball team comes up at a C, and their baseball, they're under a new head coach. They have not had the best start to the season. I believe they are one and three or one and four. If it was just football, I put them in A or S. Yeah. But because of the other sports, I'm going to go with B. B. Okay. Now, I would listen to low A, but I want to get some other schools in A That's first. Fair. That's so fair. I would go B for the overall state of the Utah Utes, but if they didn't have their football program, they would be sitting with the other mid. Yeah, their football sure. program, really, really solid. I am interested to see how Utah basketball fares in the Big 12 because it feels like they kind of have a, a rinse and repeat cycle where they do start off really hot and then slowly start to fade. Uh, like we said, they have lost five of the last seven. You brought up Utah yeah. baseball. Utah baseball last season was 22-32-1. They were not a very good baseball program by any means. Um, Sharon in the chat bringing up a good question. Are we talking about the current state of things only or does history of program give any credit? No. Current not, state. Not really history. When, when, when we're discussing the state of the programs now, I'm thinking you look back at this year, obviously, and then last year um, gives yeah. you a good idea of where these programs are at, kind of where they're headed. So, yeah, Utah, as it stands right now, we have them alone in the B tier, West Virginia in C, and then UCF in the C tier as well. Moving along, let's go ahead. Let's do Cincy. Cincinnati okay. is, a, is an interesting program because going off of Sharon's question, if you were discussing Cincinnati just a couple years ago, we know what their football <laughs> a lot program different of was, a story. right? You're probably put, putting them where Utah is just based off of the success they had their in football. Their basketball team was yeah. making runs too. Right? Their yeah. basketball yeah. team was good as well. Right now, though, as it stands, Cincinnati last year had a rough, rough start to Big 12 play. They were 3-9 and nine overall. We know they have themselves a new head football coach, Luke Fickle, obviously moving on from Cincinnati to Wisconsin. Basketball, though, interesting. Uh, they're 16-10, and 10, so they're not nearly as bad as some of the other programs, not only in the Big 12, but mm-hmm. in the Pac-12 as well. Baseball, though, Cincinnati baseball, 1-2 as it stands right now. So when it comes to the Cincinnati Bearcats, for me, it is such a... It's a confusing program, right? Because I, I, I think... For me, there is still so much weight that people like to put on when they hear Cincinnati just based off of the college football playoff year. But Cincinnati baseball last year um, was not a very good program as well. They were 24 and 33, uh, similar to Utah, just not good overall. So when you kind of look at it, look at it right now, their football program isn't good. Mm-hmm. Their baseball program isn't good. And their basketball program is mid. So for me... I feel like this is the one program that I do want to put in the D tier okay. right now. I'm with you. Um, it just feels like they haven't necessarily hit a stride in anything. Again, I think when you discuss West Virginia, UCF, and Cincinnati, those are probably the three worst athletic programs in the Big 12. So I feel like there will be a conversation later in the show about potentially maybe rotating some of these yeah. three schools around. So we got Beats oh, by Bandas in the chat. DM you. You never DM me, man. Dude, never say DM you're at, me. Say you're at right Scared. now. Right Scared. now. Say you're at right Anthony now. Anthony underscore Totri, man. Come on. Scared. Live it just, up. He's, he's coming back. in his boots. I appreciate you, though. I appreciate yeah, you coming back, here. man. Uh, but yeah, so that's what we got right now. Where do you want to head from here? I want to say something to Blake, who said UCF is 2-0 in baseball, by the way. He just looked. I didn't say they were terrible. I just said that they're mid. They beat Bryant by one run. They beat Miami by run, one Bryant? run. Bryant? 
I, I don't know. <laughs> uh, exactly. Uh, two of their games have been uh, no contest because the game got suspended to rain against Bryant, and then another one canceled due to rain. Bryant but last year... This is Rhode Island. Rhode Island. Oh. Last, last year, they were close to 500 as well. Home it, of the fighting Bobby Hurleys. They are not... <laughs> They are not good enough to lift up UCF and their uh, their bad basketball and football programs at the moment. But it's an adjustment period for UCF, so so we'll see. We'll see. I'm going to go with uh, Houston. Okay, this this should be a good one. This, this should be a good you one. You could argue Houston has the best individual team out of any program in you the Big argue 12 it. right you now. You could argue it. Because their basketball program, not just for this year, but for the last couple of years, has been on an absolutely dominant run. Right now, they're number one in the Big 12. They're number two in the nation. In the nation. They're 10-3 and three in conference, 23-3 and three overall. One of their losses being to Iowa State, which is now ranked number six in the country. That was yeah. earlier in the season. They just beat Iowa State recently. And then they also lost to number eight, Kansas. So, Tough games that they did lose, but to really good teams. Yeah. And again, they're almost put up there as the number one team in the nation. When it comes to football, again, that, that move to the Big 12, not too kind to them as well with a pretty tough record. And in baseball as well. Uh, I, I think, though, Houston can go up there with Utah, maybe above Utah, if not in A. Now, A might be kind of saved for more all-around excellence yeah. and because of the football program, especially that's its lack. Um I would probably go with B. I'm wondering, though, for you, like how much does that number two in the country as of right now play into this? I mean, for me, it does certainly make an impact. And I think when you look at baseball, it is tough because just based off of everything that I'm seeing, Houston baseball didn't play in the Big 12 last season. Right. Uh, but as it stands right now, They're Houston baseball is 4-0. They are one of just two undefeated teams or one of Who three undefeated played, teams. Though? That's, um, that's also the thing. Like this, this early in the season... It is difficult. It, it is certainly it is, difficult. It is really hard to judge any team in any sport, but especially baseball, because yeah. I mean, again, like UCF was playing Bryant. Yeah, I, I don't like again, Bryant. I just whatever. But I, I am with you. I think Houston, when it comes to just the state of their revenue sports as it relates to to them right now, their basketball program, we know what it is. It really is a dominant powerhouse. I do think their football program get, can get back to an adjustment um, period life. because again, joining the Big Twelve is no small feat no. for a school like that. Tune. Yeah, they did lose the man, yeah. the myth, the legend. The, yeah, I was gonna say the legend himself. Um, Didn't he run him to a nine and three record? When he was there, yeah. I mean, that yeah, was I'm what? pretty sure they had a good Two record. Years but they, ago? But they weren't in the big, they weren't in the Big Twelve. No, then. I don't yeah. think so. <sighs> they were in the AAC at so, that point. So Houston baseball beat Binghamton three times, and then Prairie View A and M. Would you like to hear the score of the Prairie View A and M game? Oh God, what was it? Twenty-seven to one. Ooh, that's tough. Good on them for getting one. That's tough. No, for real. That one was probably a massive win. But like, yeah, they're four and zero. But they're not playing any bad Big Twelve teams as of yet. They've played Binghamton and Prairie View A and M. Like to me, it's like it's all okay. I'm cool with okay. where where we're at here, and I think Houston gets the edge. Um, over to Utah just simply because of that number two. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing with Utah is Utah that, like, football is great, but they I, haven't reached that. No, height. they haven't. They haven't reached that height. No. And again, if you were maybe talking the history of these programs, it might be a little different because we know Utah football has been so consistent yeah. over the last, what, five to 10 years. So it is is pretty crazy in the chat. Look, we are just to recap for everybody listening on audio as it stands right now. Uh, we've got Houston's athletic program at the top of B. 
Utah right behind Houston. In the C tier, we've got West Virginia, then UCF. And in the D tier, we have Cincinnati. Look, before we continue along with this tier list, I want to tell you guys a little bit about our friends over at BetMGM and how you can make some money. The NBA is back tonight, guys. And I saw there is already a bunch of great offers that they've got for you over on the BetMGM Sportsbook app to make some money. But nothing beats free money. And that's exactly what they're handing out to you over on the BetMGM Sportsbook app. Just download that BetMGM Sportsbook app on iOS. US or Android or visit betmgm.com. Sign up and deposit at least $5 into your newly created account and place a wager in the amount of at least $5 at standard odds price. And once you have placed a bet, you guys are going to receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of the outcome of your wager. You hear that? Knock on the door. It's BetMGM handing you some damn free money, guys. Sign up for BetMGM. Use that bonus code PHNX and place your first BetMGM Sportsbook wager through BetMGM Sportsbook mobile app for at least $5, and you'll receive $150 instantly in addition to winnings regardless of your wager's outcome. Check out the show notes for full details, and now listen to Damon talk about the disclaimer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877 8 hope Hope and Y 467-369-NEW-YORK. Call one 800 327 Massachusetts. 21 plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP-ARIZONA. 1-800-BETS-OFF-IOWA. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help Michigan. one 800 puerto rico in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit BetMGM.com for terms. This promotional offer is not available in New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. All right, guys. When you make some money, you don't want to lose it. There's no point in getting all that free money on BetMGM and then winning some of your bets and then completely losing it and blowing it. And if you want to protect your money, the best place for you to do that is with Desert Financial Credit Union. Desert Financial is the official retail banking partner of Arizona State University and, breaking news here, the official banking Breaking. partner of Eric Ruby. As well. Now, I'm not sponsored. I've just been using them for my entire life. And I can tell you every experience that I've had, every step along the way. I mean, I'm talking the very first time I started making any sort of money all the way back in high school to where I am right now, a multi-billionaire. They have been with me every single step of the way. They have everything that you need if you want to look into mortgages, if you want to look into loans, if you need checkings, if you need savings accounts, if you need to open up a credit card, if you want to check out all of your investment options as well. But among all all of the variety of services that they do offer you, fantastic people that work there as well. And you want to be able to trust where you put your money. Oh, and uh, hey, did I mention this? Uh, if you open up a checking account online right now, you can get a free $200. Free money? Right. So all the things that I said before is great. Free money. $200 free is better. Fronty. Free money. We're free back. money, baby. Fronty. Fronty. I like that. It's fronty money. All right, we're moving on now. (laughs) We're moving on now. And if that is just the cake, there's some icing on top of it. That is the fact that they have three different designs relative to Arizona State University for all you Sun Devils out there. If you want to rep everywhere you go with every purchase that you make, you can go to desertfinancial.com slash ASU to get started, get those 200 bucks and protect your money. Couple uh, comments in the chat. Jervis, yes, a 27 to one baseball loss is worse than a 45 point loss in basketball. And Ian, the University of Houston Cricket Club won the 2019 National College Cricket Association Championship. You are correct. I overlooked that. Let's put him up to S. I overlooked let's that. Put, let's, let's, uh, let's put him up to S, right? And when I looked up all the other cricket programs for all the other schools, I must have forgot to do it for Houston. So yeah. that's my go. bad. Look, I, I do want to get to Texas Tech. Blake's bringing it up in the chat. When y'all do Texas Tech, the baseball team has two losses, number nine, Tennessee, and number seven, Oregon State. Yeah, when it comes to Texas Tech, it, it's – 
a very unique program because I feel like there are arguments for for really all of these. In terms of football, I do feel like it is an up-and-coming program. We know the success they've had in the past. Seven and six this past season, you reach bowl eligibility. That says something. They had a lot of success in the transfer portal, as we know. They got former Arizona State tight end Jalen Conyers, one of the nation's um, best tight ends heading into this 2024 season. So definitely that football program up-and-coming. We know what they did on the recruiting front. Basketball, they've had themselves a decent season yeah. as well. 19-7. and seven. I believe they have spent a good chunk of the season in the AP Top 25, kind of going in, flowing out. In terms of baseball, like it was said in the chat, they're 3-2 and two overall. They've got wins over Oregon, UT Arlington, and their only losses have come um, against some of the better teams in the nation. Like, you can't really falter them for losing to two of the, the top 10 teams um, in the nation. I think we should hold it against them. You, you no, think I'm, so? I'm, I'm kidding. You think I'm we kidding, should hold I'm it kidding. against them? When you look at Texas Tech baseball in 2023, though, as this lovely, lovely website decides that it's going to load, they were really good. They won 41 games last season. They were 12-12 and 12 in conference. Um, I, I think if you're discussing Texas Tech right now, I think they're one of the more consistent across-the-board programs. I am very comfortable putting Texas Tech in the A tier. Um, when it comes to athletic okay. programs, Our I, first A tier. Yeah, I, Do you have it, any fight back with it or not? Nah? Like my initial reaction is like eight, like really. But I I do agree with you. The football program has a lot of room to grow, and I think they will grow with it. And uh, baseball, it's tough. It's very early in the season, but two you losses. Saw what they did last year. Yeah, two losses to two good schools that cannot discount what happened before and the year before, yeah. like that. And basketball has been really solid. Uh, Seventeen and six. Right, that's what you said. And basketball, and basketball, I believe nineteen and six. Nineteen and six. 19 or nineteen and seven. Nineteen and seven. Nineteen and seven. Me. We're both wrong. Um, it just feels. I don't know. It feels it weird, feels but weird. it's not it wrong. Feels weird because you know what we're I mean. Putting such a weight on football as most people do, and you hear yeah. that they went seven and six, and you're just like, oh, how can they be a tier? But in reality, they've had themselves a decent, a decent off season. Like they went to a bowl game last season Mm -hmm. their baseball program is one of the better ones in the conference their basketball program is one of the better ones in the conference so like i just again this is something that could certainly change i can listen to maybe dropping them in the b tier as we continue along Uh, but it does feel weird because utah football is better than texas tech and houston basketball is better than texas Tech. yeah we just haven't seen out of any of these schools we haven't seen a clean run no no, we haven't. But I think we might be getting close. No, there is one, but we're just gonna wait on that. <laughs> uh, we're gonna we're gonna get to that one later. Um, <laughs> coming up next, there is one that I feel like does have a good shot of kind of coming clean across the board. Now, the only problem is that their men's basketball program has dipped just a little bit um, this season so far. However, Kansas State. Kansas State overall, as far as football goes, complete renaissance of the program. Yeah, absolutely. Like, absolutely complete renaissance. When we were tearing the coaches, like, the coach was high up there. Like, overall, I have a lot of confidence in Kansas State being one of the better football programs in the Big 12 yeah. next year. Uh, baseball as well. Uh, they were ranked in the top 25. I'm not sure if they still are because they did lose to ASU. Um, but ASU not yeah, they were 24 in that game. they were they were 24 so that's why I'm saying like that loss to ASU might kick them kick out them I out. don't know if the next round of rankings has come out yet because when I looked it up I still had it still had them at 24 and it had them at two and one uh, so I think that that will kind of catch up but they're going to be a team that teeters around the top 25 yeah right for basketball they're having a down year right now they're five and eight in conference they're 13 and two overall 
uh, sorry, 15 and 11 overall. I was reading UCF, but they are uh, five and eight in conference. 12 and three at home, though. And they did beat Kansas this year in overtime. In basketball, In basketball, which was a really big win. I would say they're probably one of the more evenly spread out teams that we're talking about here. All the other teams in B have like a stinker that they can look at. And and I don't believe Kansas State has that despite their What did you say their baseball program was? Uh, Their baseball program right now, I think they're they're two and two or two and three. They were number 24 when they lost it. They're probably two and two because they were two and one going into the game. And they were 35 and 24 last year. And they lost to ASU. They had 35 and 24 last year. They were ranked in the top 25. That loss is probably going to knock them out of it. But early in the season, you could easily see them ending up back there. I don't know about A. It's tough, man. This is a tough, tough thing. But here's here's the thing with, with... with Texas Tech is that they don't have like like I'm looking at the two teams below Texas Tech and they probably two of their best programs are better than Texas Tech's best program yeah. but on a more even scale Texas Tech is higher I feel like Kansas State is almost in the same boat if not exactly there because they don't have the the high heights right like you could argue football is closer to Utah they were what 9-3 and three last year the football program they were uh yeah, they're nine and four last year, six and three in the Big Twelve, um, and that big Pop Tart Bowl win mm. when they got to eat the Pop Tart. So maybe that that yeah, bumps that them puts up. them in the A tier. That for might bump sure. them up to A. Um, and we're also talking about next year as well, and kind of looking forward with this team. And you could easily see Kansas State being one of those teams vying for the uh, the Big Twelve championship yeah next year because two of the teams ahead of them in football uh oklahoma and texas are getting out of there so yeah. you're just looking at oklahoma state and iowa state who technically had a better conference record but uh only oklahoma state had a better overall record than kansas state in the big 12 for teams that are returning from that conference next year i i think i'm comfortable with a but okay. i've listened to b I, I think you can be the tiebreaker i think that. we could put kansas state in a like i said i think there is going to be a conversation at the end of this both about texas tech and kansas state potentially going down to b because it depends are you weighting all of these sports evenly or are you like you know what Houston's got the number two team in the nation Iowa State's got like the number six team in the nation how much do you value that success and and that's and that's where we're coming down and splitting hairs here and that's why when you involve all three sports it's tough it it, it really is difficult because it can get kind of drowned out yeah no and that I'm still looking at, at Houston man and and I do believe that they like you could argue them and probably Arizona basketball are the two top overall teams out of any program, any school. Maybe even Arizona football? Shut the fuck up. Uh, <laughs> no, like, yes, you're you're right, but Arizona football on a grand With scale. With a new coach, you, can't, but you also, can't say that. Also on a grand scale nationally, even if they still kept Jed Fish, like, they were not a top five, top four, in Houston's case, a top two team in the country. They're, they over-exceeded their expectations, and they're a lot better than a lot of people expected them to be. Yeah. But I don't think that you could say, oh, yeah, they've reached that same heights as even their own university's basketball program. So I don't, I don't know if I can put oh man I don't know I, I'm okay with A but that A tier it almost feels wrong it does at feel it. wrong it does at feel it. wrong <laughs> like it feels it, it doesn't feel great looking at it and I almost would want to bump Houston up to A yeah but it's tough because I, I don't Do know you want to bump Houston up to A and Texas Tech to B because I can listen to would that. you out of the two A I don't think I want to have three in A would you rather have Kansas State or Texas Tech in A? In A. Oh. I would rob. Ah, man. I would probably rather have Kansas State. 
to be honest with you. I, I think I think so as well. I don't think even though their basketball program is not having the year that you would yeah. want them to be, we're not taking into account like a long-term history, but I do believe recent history is pretty important. And Kansas State uh, has had a good couple of years as far as turning that program as well around as well. If we did this tier list five years ago, nobody oh, would be mentioning Kansas no, State. No, no. So do you want to put Houston in A and, and then let's we put drop Texas, Texas Tech, Tech to B? B. Okay, I that just I don't know. It, Again, might we will go this. it might technically be wrong. Like, There's I've no never right or wrong. I've never claimed to be the smartest person. Um, I never claimed it, I was a good fighter. I was never claimed, you know, you know, you say that. I haven't. So I'm just going to oh, laugh. I'm going to laugh it off. Um, it just feels better. It feels You know what better. I mean? Like, it just feels better. Okay. Well, let's go ahead. Um, let's do Colorado. Let's do Colorado here. <laughs> Where are you at? This one's fun. This one's fun. Where are you at? The dude that was coming at me earlier and yesterday Be and all that stuff. So look, this is a little bit tricky because Colorado, guess what? They don't have a baseball program. And that drops them significantly. That does impact where you can rank them as an athletic program. Hey, no, hey, hey, at least they had a really good year in football, right? Like they dominated the Pac-12. They're up there with 2019 LSU. Dion has completely flipped the script. Their bowl game win was incredible. Now you're looking at a college football playoffs next year, right? Right. Colorado their women's basketball program kind of slaps. Yeah. Well. Yeah. It is what and it their, is. And their their basketball program is is good as well. They were a lot hotter at the beginning of the season. Yeah, they're 17 and nine overall. They're currently fifth in the but Pac-12 that's, standings. I mean, that's close to what you're talking about with Texas Tech as far as the basketball program goes. And we did have them weigh that pretty heavily. We did, we did. But baseball again, but they don't have a baseball a program. program. No program. They don't have a baseball program, and their football program was dead last in the conference. Yeah, was dead I'm last a, in the conference. I'm you cool could, with D. You could talk about what they've tried to do in recruiting transfer portal, but again. You can only wait the future so much, right? And I think, again, the fact that they don't have that third program hurts them. Basketball yeah. is middle of the pack right now. I do think that they've got some really talented players. It Definitely. is interesting because when you dissect each and every one of these programs, you could argue that Colorado has some of the best players in the nation. Not only football. You know what Shador and Travis Hunter are. You know what KJ Simpson is in terms of a basketball player. He is one of, I would say, I think he's a top three player in the Pac-12 as it stands right now, but they're a middle-of-the-pack team. So when it comes to Colorado athletics right now, I have a tough time putting them anywhere other than the C tier. Um, I just, again... Even the D tier? I just I, I don't think they're in the D tier. I think Cincinnati is just god-awful at everything. Um, okay, but where in the C tier? I want to put them in between West Virginia and UCF. Okay. Because West Virginia had a much better football oh, season much better, than yes. Colorado did. And, and here's here's the thing, man. Like there, there, there's some some comments. Uh, somebody get said that B tier, man. No, get out of here! Yeah, get the fuck out. Oh, what a surprise! <laughs> what a surprise! Delusional as we're not always. doing the future here, man. I mean, like we're doing, like yeah, we're talking about this upcoming season, and also if you're talking about the future of Colorado football, you cannot bank on Dude, Deion this Sanders. This man said ten wins and then said B tier. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, no. But you don't get it. The spring game's gonna sell out. That's what you guys don't understand. No, and then uh, if you scroll up a little bit, Jacob, there was another comment about uh, Ryan says, I know Totri always goes at Dion and obviously U of A fans, but not including them makes it feel like the PHNX team doesn't even think they should be mentioned with Utah. 
uh, I don't know if you're talking about U of A or Colorado. I know Colorado. Utah fans just don't respond. Well, no, it, it has nothing to do with that. I think they were talking about Utah not being in the headline in terms oh, of the like, comparison. No, because Here you guys is. are fucking serious, annoying. Yeah, he said, serious question. Why are you comparing ASU to U of A and Colorado but not Utah? I mean, Utah is getting where we were discussing yeah. Utah as, as it relates to the rest of the Big 12. We just can't put everything in the in the headline. Um, that's really just and, what and it comes to be, down to. To be honest with you, like we like Utah. Yeah, I got no beef like, with like Utah. Like Utah fans. I know Ralph in the chat. Ralph definitely has some beef with Utah. Yeah, but that's different. That's different. Ralph, you can call in right now if you would like to bash on, uh, on Utah. <laughs> Let us know. We'll send you the link. We got Wildcat uh, Fields in the chat. Uh, Totri, your hatred for the CU program is something we agree on. I've been to a ton of games in the past 25 years, and last year was the most, quote, fans I've ever seen at Folsom. It just feels weird. It feels I unnatural. mean, good for them, right? Like, th- yeah, they're... <laughs> Their program has more popularity than it has, ever has before. Yeah, yeah. But the success is is not there right now. And again, they don't have a fucking baseball program. So, like, at the end of the day, that's really going to bring yeah, them beats down. Beats by Band S. It doesn't matter. Somebody just donated 10 mil to the athletic Awesome, program. dude. Well, that's great. Maybe, Sweet. Maybe uh, with the 10 mil, maybe. I'm pretty sure. Get a baseball program? Everybody gets minimum of 10 million every maybe, year. Maybe, maybe just. I don't know. Their operating budgets are like forty million. We're in twenty twenty four. You're a division one pro like you're division one. Why do you not have a baseball program? And like Ralph mentions in very high elevation. <laughs> yeah, like dude, that would be so much dinger fun. Those games dinger. would be like twenty five to twenty two. Yeah. And they could all wear the coach prime sunglasses while oh they're playing. Gosh. Look at that. Crossover <laughs> branding opportunity. I, listen, yeah, if you put on the uh, the CU glasses and your your coach prime shaded glasses and you're like, okay, yeah. If we talk about popularity and... This list looks weird, man. <laughs> yeah, what do you think looks the most weird? All of it. It just all looks weird. It just all looks weird to me. Maybe it's the logos. <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. I'm just not used to seeing them in this order. Uh, for everybody listening on audio, just to recap where we're currently at, Kansas State and Houston are in the A tier. Texas Tech and Utah are in the B tier. West Virginia, Colorado, and uh, UCF are in the C tier and Cincinnati is in the D tier. We do have programs, Arizona State, Arizona, Baylor, BYU, Iowa State, Kansas, Oklahoma State, and TCU left. Um, can we, I give you an S tier though? You can give me an S tier. Okay, S tier, Circle K. Thank you very Listen, much. Listen, man, Circle K, being a part of their inner circle is the best thing that you could possibly do. But I got to be honest with everybody, I am caught up in some Circle K drama. Oh. Right now. Okay. Utter Listen, if you are a PHNX Coyote fan, which you absolutely should be, I know it's a rough stretch for the Yotes, but that show is absolutely incredible. You would know that uh, each show got their individual Valentine's Day baskets from some of our beloved diehards who we love very, very dearly and appreciate. And um, some items have gone missing from those respective baskets. Now, I will admit... I did eat something that technically belonged to the Coyotes. However, I did not take anything out of their basket. There was a large bag of kettle-cooked Circle K chips. Which are fire. They were looking so delicious. So delicious. They were outside of the Coyotes basket on the communal snack table here at PHNX. Now listen. You mean the kitchen? The kitchen. (laughs) The communal snack table. I would never... Absolutely never take food that I thought belonged to somebody else's. Yeah, that's fair. I would never do that. And there have been other items of the Coyotes basket that have been stolen, including also stuff out of the Diamondbacks basket as well. I will not take responsibility for that, but I will be on trial tomorrow with the Coyotes to pay for my accidental sins. Mm. But if you would love to get your hands on some kettle cooked chips that are so fire at Circle K or any other Circle K products, you can get a sixth 
Every six free on products like pizza, coffee, ice cold fountain drinks on top of saving money on gas. First three Phillips, you're going to get 25 cents off per gallon. And after that, you're going to get three cents off with the opportunity to work up to four and five cents off. Circle K being a part of the inner circle is great. Just please don't steal. Just don't steal, guys. Just don't steal. Don't steal. Look, we appreciate everybody in the chat. We got, what, 47 of y'all in Thank here you, right Eric, now. did you ever eat the pickles that were left in the fridge for you? There no. pickles left in the fridge? No, they're, they're uh, oh, from oh, CWE. Yeah, I'll split them with you, Totri. Those are the why? only pickles that I hate You don't pickles? like pickles? No, I don't. That's why they got them for yeah. me. It's because I don't, I don't like pickles. Like pickles. Either, but those pickles, I'll eat those. You can have fire. The, yeah, the dilly bites, they're yeah, good. Yeah, you can have them. Totri, I'll split them with you after okay, the show. Yeah, you, you, guys, you guys can have those. I don't give a... Like, I appreciate the joke with the pickles. I love me you some won't pickles, see me man. eating that shit. I love me some pickles. You won't see me eating that shit. Look, Sorry, hit that, hit that like button. Uh, what? How many likes are we at right now, Jacob? Not enough. Nine. There's Nine. 50 people 50 in the chat. People in if we hit 50 likes by the end of this show while we are live... He'll drop a band. I'll shave the beard. No, I'll, shave the I'll beard. eat the pickles. I'll shave the beard tomorrow. How about that? I'll He'll come shave in, the beard. I'll, I'll come in no, no beard. I'll eat the pickles. Okay. That's if we valid. get to 50 likes. That's we got one more. We're on track. There You're we go, talking baby. about everything that they got over at Circle K. We love our friends over at Circle K. We also love our friends over at OG. Yes, they help sir. me sleep at night, and they're making the transition off of energy drinks so much easier. Because, look, I'm very irritable in this state. Okay, what? very, very irritable. I almost bit Jacob's head off the other day, and I apologize. Would have been pretty for you. I apologize. I know this man is like six foot seven. Uh, he could can you even like reach his head to bite he off? Watch me uh, like a bug. Um, look, when we're talking with about OGs, they've launched two new products <laughs> made with live rosin and RSO. We're talking about the OGs Naturals and the big OGs, guys. OGs Naturals are vegan gummies made with live rosin, available in a sweet clementine flavor. And look, I understand the sweet clementine flavor isn't for everybody. We appreciate you guys um, just checking out everything that they have because they do have a million and five different flavors. The Happy Balance is currently my my favorite. It's the go-to Love it so damn much. To learn more about OG's gummies and where you can find them, head on over to ogsbrands.com today. But getting back to our lovely tier list, where do you want to go here? We're, we're on one of my teams now, right? Okay, can I, I get to choose one of your teams? You can choose Let's one of my Kansas. teams. Let's do Kansas. Because Kansas, 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 I think Kansas has A tier. I, I would agree. I think Kansas is certainly an A tier program. Could they be S? Uh, basketball right now, 20 and 6. We know what Kansas basketball is. Um, yeah, top 10 team, not only this Perennially. year. Yeah, exactly. They are constantly. The house that Remy Martin built. In that conversation. <laughs> uh, won a championship not too long ago. Um, as it relates to their baseball program, they're two and two as it stands right now. Again, we've already had kind of the conversation about how it is a little bit more of a challenge to rank. Um, some of these programs in way baseball just because the baseball season just started. You do have to go a little bit more off of last season. Yeah. yeah. When it comes to baseball, I know uh, we did that with, uh, well, I think it was Texas Tech, right? Yeah. Who had a really good last season of baseball, but it's hard to tell so far. It really this is. Year. It really is. And you look at the way Kansas baseball ended last season. It wasn't the the prettiest thing that you've ever seen in your entire life. Really? Yeah, it wasn't beautiful. Uh, but when you look at the football program, the football program is another one that is just, it's kind of surprising to me because for so long, Kansas football was such a laughable 
program. It was such a Dude. joke. Uh, but Kansas football last season, what, 9-4, and four, went to a bowl game. We know they've returned Jalen Daniels, who is, in my personal opinion, one of the more exciting quarterbacks that is going to be in college football next season. Uh, I think they are going to have a really, really strong season. Last season, though, for Kansas baseball, they were 25-32, and 32, not very good. So that is their quote-unquote stinker when you're talking about some of these programs. However, I do think Kansas basketball and the trajectory of Kansas football is certainly worthy of putting the Jayhawks in that. Is that the strongest top two so far? Kansas football. Yeah, their football program is in a really good spot. And their their football program is getting better. You know where their basketball program is. Right. I mean, basketball program is one of the few teams that's considered a blue blood that you can consistently go like, if you're out of the top 10, that's a tough year for Kansas. Now it's happened, but it's still a tough year for Kansas. At the same time, like 25 and 32 is not great for baseball, but it's not like the absolute worst no it's not you know, I mean, so it's, it's not it's baseball, a lot of, like, baseball plays a lot of games it's, it's a lot of 25 and 32 is a lot you can have a really tough stretch especially maybe at you the play end a of lot the of one run games too, exactly which is like yeah. you flip a coin in half these games and so i will say like out of all the three major sports like i weigh baseball a little bit less a because we have less to go off of for this Currently, current season yeah. and then b because there's a little bit more kind of room to become more middle of the pack yeah. with how long of a season it is i you comfortable with them in the A tier? They're the first one I'm considering S. Okay. Okay. I, 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 would do, listen to I it. do think with how good their basketball program always is, and at the same time, how good their football program is and can be with a middle tier baseball program. I don't know, man. Um, you want to put them in S? For now. Okay, let's go. I ahead. think for now. Let's toss Kansas up into the S tier then. I, I think I'm, for I'm now. totally comfortable with that. And just a reminder to everybody, as much as we would like to include every single sport for every single college, we are just two humans with two computers. We don't have the time. <laughs> we don't have the time just to two get... two brains between the two of us. That's being generous. I'm about to say, that is being Sometimes generous. one and a half. Let's just say a brain shared between the mm. two of us and mm. we just pass it back and forth. Mm. Um, like hot we're, potato. We're just <laughs> ranking this base off of baseball, football, basketball. Not that we dislike or want to disparage any of the no, other sports. Not. We had to draw a line somewhere. Most of the schools have all three. <laughs> Most. Colorado. <laughs> So we decided that we would go that direction. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So that's what we got now. Where do you want to go um, from some of the schools that you have? Uh, let's go with Iowa State. Ooh, this should be a good one. Because be a good one. Iowa State is very, very interesting. They're fun. They're fun. Um, as a basketball program, absolutely without a doubt. But do you remember when I said most of the schools have a baseball program. Do they not have a baseball program? They haven't had a baseball program since 2001. Dude. Dude, that really hurts. That, that really hurts. Like, and, and that's the thing. Of like With Colorado, obviously, they're weighed down by not having a, a, a baseball program. But, but at the same time. Suck. Right. <laughs> and they're annoying as fuck. So like, <laughs> both of those things play into each other. Yeah. Iowa State. Not a great year football wise for them, uh, but they do have like they were seven and six, six and three in the Big Twelve, which is good. They and miss they Brock have, Purdy, dude. They miss Brock Purdy, but they've got a oh, what's the kid's name? 
He was a freshman last year and he started for I know them. Who you're talking about. And uh, he's got a great, he's got a Rocco Beck. Yeah. Great name. Really big potential. Talented, talented he quarterback. Could, he could maybe be the best quarterback in the Big 12 by the, his, his time at, at, is ending at Iowa State. Maybe. I said maybe because Fafita will be out of there. Who knows what uh what Jaden Rashad is going to look Jayden, like. Shadur's going to be gone. Um, Jalen's going to be out of Kansas. Well, Shadur's the first overall pick. Don't forget. Well, right. And, the, and he's going to win the Heisman somehow twice in one year. Um, but the, like, like football is mid. They're mid, but they have promise going into next season. Basketball is a top six team in the nation. An exciting team to watch play. One of the better programs we're talking about here. Yeah. Kansas, Houston, those are two teams. Like, well, I'm pretty sure Iowa State right now is actually ranked higher than Kansas. They are. They have a better conference record. They have the same overall record. And both are undefeated at home. Kansas and Iowa State basketball are, but Iowa State's 15-0 and 0 at home home so they're they're in the conversation with houston and kansas like there is a chance that iowa state can win the big 12 this year that's how good of a basketball team they are with kansas and houston around them however at the same time not having a baseball team is tough having a mid but better than colorado football program is tough i would say that probably brings them down to b but i would say top of b i can I, i i'm cool with that i'm cool with iowa state being at the top of b um, yeah, their basketball program is better than. But I, that yeah, because Texas, like, Texas Tech. I was thinking low A or high B. Because I, I just think not. I don't think you could put somebody in A if they just simply don't have a program. No, yeah, I agree. I it, agree. It would be better if they had a shitty baseball program, but they don't. Like I remember looking, I was shocked. I looked up Iowa State baseball, and it was giving me the high school championships, and I was like, "Am I like missing something?" And then the next thing on Google was like. Why doesn't Iowa State have a baseball program? Yeah. And that seems like a school that should have a baseball program. Yeah, no, you're absolutely so, right. I, I mean, I, all of these programs should they should all have baseball programs. I mean, yeah, they should true. all have baseball they programs. There's no no conversation, no ifs, ands, or buts about it. I just want to – Joseph said the disrespect to Shadur is wild. Never did I say Shadur was a bad quarterback. No, he's no, fine. I said he's not the first overall pick. No, yeah. he's not the first overall pick. He will probably be in Heisman contention if Colorado's actually decent. Yeah, that does year. weigh into it. You but have like, to have again, What is their over-under? Five and a half. Five oh, and a half. Seven and a half after the spring game, Seven and a half after the spring game. <laughs> Ten and a half after a little bit more time passes after oh, the spring goodness. game. And then they're going to have an undefeated season. Most people are going to be putting money on that. You watch it, Jacob underscore Franklin four. All right, let's go ahead. Let's do Baylor. As Baylor it stands right, right now. Baylor is an interesting one. Baylor baseball last season was twenty and thirty-five, not very good. They're currently one and three. Football program had a really, really down year, Rough. three and nine. You got to feel for Baylor. Their football program is so, so it's so up and down, hit or miss year it's after year. It's had its moments. It has had its moments, but recently it hasn't really. Uh, so three and nine this past season. Their basketball team is nineteen and seven. They are one of the better basketball teams in the Big Twelve. The "Quote unquote basketball conference." I don't think there needs to be too much of a discussion when it comes to Baylor. I am very comfortable throwing Baylor at the top of the C tier. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I just don't think they have enough to to warrant no. being at the bottom of B. And that's the thing is like they probably have as good of a best team as Texas Tech uh, right now. They're they're pretty similar. They have the same record. Oh God, uh, Ryan says Shadur is the best QB in the Big Twelve next year. To be fair, uh, look, man, I'm an ASU fan, but. Or are we just forgetting Noah Fafita exists? Yeah, I, you know how much it takes for us to talk like that, man? Like, you know how stupid you have to be for us to defend U of A? 25 touchdowns to six interceptions, and he didn't start every single game. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, according Shador's to us, a good quarterback. Shador's a, yeah. I, I think Shador's going to be an NFL quarterback. Yeah. I think he's going to be a first-round pick. Is he, the, is he the best quarterback in this conference? I think it's up for debate. Uh, I, I am really interested to see. He has a chance, see. but as of right now, you can't say that. 
I, yeah, I, I think he's a really he's a really talented quarterback. I think Noah Fafita is a really talented quarterback as well. I think Cam Rising's a really talented quarterback. I yeah. think Rocco's a talented quarterback. Uh, but yeah, I don't want to get too deep into the weeds of, of one the thing. I want to I want to let Joseph's comment shine because he has been in the chat since the beginning of the show saying yeah, that absolutely. Colorado's gotten some big boys up front, thinks it'll make a world difference, and we're downplaying that. It will be better. For sure, but I still need to see it to believe it. And yeah. I'm just going to leave it at you. that. Okay, so what do we have left? We have ASU, U of A, BYU, Oklahoma State, and TCU. You can pick out of my remaining. You can pick BYU, Oklahoma State, or uh, Arizona. Arizona. Let's go ahead and do Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State. Okay, Oklahoma State, they... Uh, I think that they have an argument up here to to get to top of B, maybe even an A. Yeah, I can hear a lot as a. well. Now, the thing with Oklahoma State is that their basketball program, as of today, is the second worst team in the Big oh, Twelve. Oh no! Right, and and, and, <laughs> and, and and I will say that I remember their football their, program is good though. Well, right, yeah, their football program is good and one of the most consistent yeah, yeah. in the Big Twelve as well. I do believe that. Um, uh, let me let me check here. I think that of all of the returning teams, yeah, uh, Oklahoma State is the, was the top ranked team in the Big Twelve as far as football goes returning for the returning the teams. Seven and two in conference, ten and four overall. At the same time, their basketball program is dipped. Post Cade Cunningham era has been really tough. Their coach has gone out there and talked about how hard it is to get people in there with NIL. But yeah. Kenny Dillingham doesn't want to hear a damn thing about that. Um, and then I'm going to do a quick refresher on Oklahoma State baseball as well. If I do remember, they have a really good baseball. Yeah, they team. do. Last season they, they were 41 and 20. I wanted to get I wanted to get their uh, their record, but yeah, 41 and 20. Uh, right now they're two and two overall uh, with two losses at the beginning of the season to Sam Houston. Uh, they lost two to seven and then one to two. However, in that third game, they bounced back and whooped them 19 to two. Then they beat Abilene Christian eight to four. Uh, they're going to play Michigan, Arkansas, Oregon State. Uh, that's going to be a good little test for them. Um, but that football program being the most consistent, I think they're up there is just like you can bet on them to be in a bowl game. You can bet on them to have at least a couple game over 500 record. Baseball has been dominant in years past. This year, you're kind of waiting to see. But again, it's early, so I'm going to put a little bit more weight into last year when they yeah. were 25-9 and nine at home and over 20 games, over 500. But basketball's tough. Yeah, and I, I, I would say you're probably looking at low B because I would also consider... Low B, okay. I would consider Utah to have one of the most consistent football programs in the Big 12 now yeah. as well. Like, there's a reason why they don't get a ton of love is because they're not flashy, but they're consistently really good. Utah's basketball team is considerably better than Oklahoma State, and their baseball team leaves some to be desired. Um, but I do think that incorporating basketball and football together with baseball, basing it off what you can, I could hear an argument for Oklahoma State ahead of Utah. Um, I don't... I don't know beyond that, though. No, I, I think don't, that's valid. I don't know. I think that's valid. Joseph and, in the chat, OSU guaranteed at least seven to five or better. Yeah. Yep. I mean, what Gundy's done for that program is just bad. They 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 better oh, build. They need to build a statue uh, of him when it's all said. He'll and done. get one. Yeah. No, absolutely. It, it really is remarkable what he's done for that program. Um, so we've got four programs left. We've got Arizona State, Arizona, BYU, and TCU. Before we round out these last four, before we round out these last four. There's a couple folks here at PHNX going on vacation. 
Okay. They're all having their time. We know Derek, he's going to be hitting a cruise pretty soon. I just got leaves tonight. He leaves tonight. I just got back from a vacation. I also got back from a vacation. Eric got back from a vacation. But I need a vacation. Everybody needs a vacation. If anybody needs a vacation at PHNX, it is Jacob. There is, there's this lovely thing called Gila River Resorts and Casinos Mm. where you guys can have a little staycation here in the Valley at Gila River Resorts and Casinos. Nobody does it better. They offer an authentic and immersive experience unlike any anything you've ever seen in the valley with an unprecedented level of entertainment and excitement that you're really not going to find anywhere else they haven't just set a high bar they have set the highest bar of anywhere in arizona with their state-of-the-art gaming floor it's got it all with over 800 slot machines 15 blackjack tables and live table games not to mention arizona's largest casino sports book just head on over to gila river resorts casinos and let them show you what next level is all about you do you at gila river resorts and casinos visit play at gila.com for more details yeah gila is one of the things about arizona that i do love this is my home state born and raised i've never left and maybe one day i will but as of right now there's absolutely no plans and another thing i love about the state is the nature yeah as far as i'm concerned like we are up there with almost any state as far as nature diversity goes as far as hikes go as far as like you want to go into any different type of climate you can find it in arizona and that's why i love this new promotion with the arizona lottery because not only can you win big not only can you win have uh prize up to fifty thousand dollars with their new uh arizona landscape tickets uh but at the same time you can also check in at geolocated adventures at 10 different destinations across the state from flagstaff to yuma everywhere in between there's places within 15 minutes of where we are sitting right now places that you have probably been to before including like camelback mountain and if you check in you get a chance to win up to a million dollars in cash plus arizona travel prizes on top of that all of the tickets that you buy as a part of this promotion a portion of the proceeds go back into investing into the environment here in arizona and that's a very important cause for myself i would encourage you highly to go and check out arizona lottery it's not just about winning games and prizes and all of that it's also about giving back to the state and communities they are amazing at that visit azadventure.com for more information on where you can go how you can check in how you can play in so many different ways and for the chance to win again I mean, listen, all that stuff that I said is great. Like the environment's great. I like winning. Oh yeah, you can win a million dollars. I like winning. So uh, you might as well go do that, plus some Arizona travel prizes. Uh, But speaking of Arizona... Oh, do you want to? I think we just fucking do okay, it. Okay, you do it. I'm gonna go ahead and slide out. Yeah, because uh, when when everybody for Arizona, <sighs> uh, first of all, fuck you for abandoning me and leaving me as the face of the person who has to do this. Now, let me tell you why U of A is in D tier. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, I'm messing around. Listen, okay, I am a journalist at heart. Kind of. Um, And in an unbiased opinion, you have one of the best basketball teams in the country. You have one of the best football programs in the country. And your baseball team ain't too shabby either. As far as all around goes, all three sports, you are the most solid. You should be in the S tier. Okay, can you come back? Because I'm done. I'm done. And of course, Damon. Damon just somehow fucking walks in right there. Wearing a U of A shirt nonetheless. Wearing a U of A shirt. Damon, are you proud of me for putting my pride and my ego aside? We're ranking programs based off of their big three sports their baseball basketball and football and u of a is in the s tier are you happy damon i'm happy that you're an honest man eric i am if if there's anything i've proven today it is that i am an honest man i I mean that's just that's just factual ranked in all of them i'm gonna be honest yeah what's up i think i think what's up i don't like to say this too loud for everybody but i think i think arizona should probably be above yeah you're probably right but hey i've got an idea yeah Let's tweet out 
Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. So we could definitely, we can keep it like that. We got three programs left, <laughs> Arizona State, BYU, and TCU. Let's go ahead. Let's do TCU. Do it. Um, they're another interesting one right now. Their basketball program, 18 and 8 overall. We know, again, if you're comparing TCU football, Based off of the last couple of seasons, we yeah. know what they were. We knew we know what they were not too long ago. Um, they were in the natty. They obviously got curb stomped by Georgia uh, last season. They were five and seven. One of their losses did come to Colorado. I know Tough. there's going to be somebody in the chat talking about that. But baseball program four and zero as it stands right now. One of three teams in the Big Twelve that is undefeated. I am interested to see what TCU does moving forward this season. They play ASU. They play Arizona in just a couple of days. So I think that is going to be uh, interesting in terms of the evaluation for TCU baseball. As it relates to TCU football, though, TCU football just it it, it got hit by the NFL draft real did, hard last it did. year. But their baseball program is pretty damn good. 44 and 24 last season. Like I said, they are one of only two 4 and 0 teams in the Big 12 right now. I am totally comfortable p- putting TCU in the B tier okay. um, in between Oklahoma State and Utah. Oh, you think above Oklahoma State? I think above Oklahoma State. Oh, I State don't agree with that. Because their baseball program is one of the best, if not the best, Ugh. in the Big 12. Um, and yeah, look, but but uh, no. Oklahoma State has a fantastic baseball program as well. But football program clears TCU. So what's worse? What's and worse, TCU football or Oklahoma State basketball? Uh, Mind you, TCU football was just in the natty a couple years yeah, ago. Yeah, a couple years ago, and then they completely fucking fell off. Oklahoma State was good when they had hey, Kate man, Cunningham, Dugan, and then things changed. Things change when you lose good players, man. Oklahoma State basketball is in that same boat as TCU. No. No, I'm Jacob, sorry. The they here? have one. They have one. They have one what really came good first, sport. the cowboy or the horned frog? I feel like the frog came first. Frog came wow. first. Frogs, okay. frogs okay. over Cowboys. I'm out. TCU is behind Iowa, Iowa State. Iowa State has a top ten basketball program. The only problem. The only problem with. Stop it. They were five and seven in football. They had a really bad year. They had a really bad year in football. This is evaluating going into this year. Thank you, Damon. I I really appreciate. Is our B tier all jumbled up? Do we need to fix that? Yeah, we'll we'll fix it at the end. Okay. We still got two more left. You want to hit BYU before we uh, talk about the Sun Devils? BYU's A tier. They have they have a good basketball team, not a great basketball team. They're teetering on in and out of the top twenty five throughout the season. So I would say that's above average. Though. That's, it's that's a, it's, more a, it's above average. BYU football has been on a downward slide over the last couple of years, uh, especially this past year. And BYU baseball, I gotta look. I think they have a good record so far this season, uh, but last year I don't believe they were that great. I in got terms it. of BYU baseball? Yeah, BYU baseball. Okay, on their website, the last season they have is 2021. They were 23 and 27. I'll try to find something a little bit more uh, caught up than that. I, I, they're not A tier. They're no, certainly no, no, not no, no, fucking no. A tier. I don't think BYU is A tier. I think they're also. Uh, okay, last year in baseball, they were 24 and 28. 24 so, 28. So they 24 were and middle 28. of the road. Middle of the road. Yeah, I mean, not not great. Uh, but I their basketball program is their best program, and it is not good enough to take them so top of the C? tier list yeah i think top of c top of c i don't think you could put them above oklahoma state i love seeing damon's facial reaction because well, damon's a fucking so degenerate and so, so he, he's like studying all the betting lines <laughs> for all these schools um i don't know what he's thinking right now he's a big fat smile on his face well, he's probably just looking at the a at the top that's all he really cares about yeah. look before we start this last one i it's need so you i need you to know you guys are delusional if they're higher than the top of c for, for Arizona for State, Arizona State. Yes. 
This is this is one that I think we can both have a conversation about this. I'm getting the death stare from Damon Dog over here. <laughs> Look, football, I, I think again, you gotta evaluate it on what it did last year. They were three and nine program. The year before that, they weren't very good. They had a, a Awful, awful situation with Herm Edwards. Um, the same way that we didn't really evaluate any of these programs on the future, I don't think we can necessarily talk about Kenny Dillingham leading this program into the Big 12 on the up and up, regardless of what we may believe. Basketball program, I described it the other day, as the gum on the bottom of your shoe that just won't go away. Um, and I still feel that way. It's just, it's pretty god awful. Baseball is the one saving grace that I think ASU has as it stands right but there's now. There's still question marks. It, there, there are question marks definitely with the pitching staff. You can talk about the bats, you can talk about the offense. They are really, really solid. But when you evaluate those three as it stands right now, um, they're certainly nowhere near the B tier. Um, I think they are a middle of the pack C tier team. Um, and I think. I'm going to put them in between West Virginia and Colorado because I think Arizona State, they've got themselves a baseball program. You're right. Colorado doesn't have a baseball exactly. program. So. Exactly. Exactly. So that's that's, that's what I'm that's – would you agree with that? Would you agree yeah, with I'm that? Yeah, I'm good with that. I thought you were going to say B. I honestly thought oh, no, you were going to no, say no, B. No, 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 no. Come on now. I'm, I'd like to have some level of – trustworthiness right with everybody in the chat um so this is to recap what we've got for our big 12 tier list again evaluating athletic programs football baseball basketball in the s tier we've got arizona and kansas in the a tier we've got kansas state and houston in the b tier we've got iowa state texas tech utah tcu and oklahoma state in the C tier, we've got BYU, Baylor, West Virginia, Arizona State, Colorado, and UCF. And then in the D tier, we've got Cincinnati. Do you feel like there needs Small to be change, any yes. movement? Where uh, would you like to move some things? Baylor's basketball team is significantly better than BYU's this year. Okay. Okay. And their baseball program is not great. And their football program is not great. But their <laughs> basketball program is significantly, better. is significantly better. I mean, they beat Iowa State this year. Like they're 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 they can be at their best a top ten team in the country. I don't believe they're there right now, um, but at their best, I think yeah they're eleven right okay, now. Okay, so you want to put Baylor there? Yeah, Baylor's. Oh my God, ASU's gonna get absolutely yeah they're gonna get in Big Twelve basketball. Dude. It's gonna be bad. You have twenty right now. You have twenty three Texas Tech. You have <laughs> eleven do Baylor. Do you have this. nine Kansas. You have six Iowa State, and you have two Houston. Yeah, don't do this, man. That that sucks. Yeah, don't do this. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, look yeah I think I think Baylor above BYU. <laughs> Anything um, else? I would still probably go personally Oklahoma State over TCU. Uh, that's just me though. Um, Utah is fine. It's just their football program. Houston and Kansas State fine. Iowa State's tough because God, they don't have a stupid red and blue they, fucking A. They don't. I'm just ignoring it. S tier doesn't exist. Oh in my fucking opinion. hell. No, just, he, just, he, just, now, just now you're going to summon him. Okay, summon thank God. Saul was walking by, and we didn't want him to, to Again, have to come like in here and stop juice, by. Um, I'm cool with this. I'm good with this. Okay. Then I'm we good can, with this. We could definitely leave it and at that. I want to I wanna address something in the chat. Yeah, absolutely. One of our diehard oh, Sharon. Oh, God damn no, it. No, I'm sorry, Sharon. I'll have to defend ASU hockey in a second. Saul's coming in. He's admiring. Yes, we were unbiased in this one, Buzz. Yeah. So yeah. He, I wasn't even gonna come in here, and all I heard you guys say was my name. I was like, oh, Yeah, you guys egged him on. We I did. We that. we did that to ourselves. Uh, Sharon wants me to help you guys. Somebody was trying to slander um, hockey it's, in here. Don't. And, and, yeah. And she's, you know, it is a revenue sport here. Yeah. Somebody's saying that it's not a revenue. No, it is. Sport it, because it, it is a revenue sport. 
Um, and then somebody else said, uh, I believe somebody said that didn't U of A hockey just sweep ASU hockey? Doesn't that? And no, they didn't. They swept the club team because we have a D1 team. Yeah, the right. last time ASU hockey's real team played uh, U of A's hockey what team. What is your definition of a revenue, a revenue Dude, sport? Dude, Sean, what are you talking revenue? about? A team that makes revenue. Yeah. yeah. So. What, what, how can a team that... Listen to this comment, Sean. Let me read it out loud to you and so you can understand what's wrong with this sentence. We believe that ASU hockey makes money, but you don't understand what a revenue sport is among the college sports landscape. Sean, revenue means money. If a sport makes money... It is a revenue sport. If track and field made money, it's a revenue sport. sport. If football didn't make money, it wouldn't be a revenue sport. It's different for schools. It's different for teams. But if you make money, you're a revenue sport. getting juiced up I feel like I shouldn't have to explain that. He's just getting juiced up. I feel like I shouldn't have to explain that. Then it must be a U of A fan. Can we, can we, I mean, we'll get this. We'll post it on social media. I'm very interested to see all of the reactions from that. But look, we obviously dove really deep into um, the rankings here, talking about baseball, football, basketball. We know Arizona State basketball. They've got themselves a game. Baseball, softball as well. We didn't talk about ASU softball too much. We know they had themselves a doubleheader the other day against UTEP, and they've got themselves certainly a whole hell of a lot in front of them um, at Club Farrington this weekend. But that's enough really from me. Let's go ahead, get to this week's edition of Kelsey's Corner, and we can hear from Arizona State softball outfielder uh, Kelsey Hall a little bit about what's going on with ASU softball. We're back with another edition of Kelsey's Corner with Arizona State softball player Kelsey Hall. Kelsey, you have had a busy last couple days, obviously a busy last weekend with the Littlewood Classic, and it doesn't stop. You guys have like a million games on deck. Probably like a million and one if you're counting, but the games are the fun part. So that's what we keep saying is this is the fun stuff. This isn't, we're not practicing. We're not playing against each other. So that's, that's a blessing. Absolutely. You guys had a doubleheader on Wednesday against UTEP. Uh, two very different games. The first one obviously being a little bit more of a high score. 13 to 12, you guys came out on top. Uh, just how did you feel that you guys performed really as a unit throughout that game? Yeah, well, I'll just say in the top of the seventh that my heart rate was going a little bit once a grand slam was it. I was like, because going into it, obviously a five run lead is a pretty nice feeling to have but it just that was a testament to us I think going back to we talked about it last time the Northwestern game just we weren't able to pull through a close game like that and then even going into the next game it just shows that we're building a lot more of like grittiness in the way of no one is gonna come beat us on our field so it was a really nice feeling something that we've been talking about a lot is once we score continuing to score every inning and applying that pressure and continuously trying to build that no one is going to have a chance to come back. So even though they almost did, even though. Heart was racing. Heart was racing. Yeah. Heart was racing a little bit. And that, I don't know if you saw in the last, I got I had a diving, diving catch in the last out. And that ball, got, it got smoked at me. And I was like, Kelsey, you better catch this ball. <laughs> Sports and Center top 10? <laughs> yeah. What'd you say? Sports Center top 10? Maybe. I don't know. I haven't seen the video. It felt like a sports center top ten, but it might not have looked like a sports center top ten. <laughs> Just you in the moment. Just you in the moment. Exactly. And then exactly. obviously the, the thirteen to twelve victory in the first game, and then you move over. You got shoaled on the mound for the second one. You guys beat UTEP three nothing. That one similar in, in terms of it just being a 
like, I don't want to say a back and forth, but it was a tight game. Really, it was one nothing for the majority of the game um, until there was what a, a double at the wall brought in two runs. And then from that moment on, you guys really were able to keep things going for you, like to separate yourself looking at the like 13, 12 game and then the three nothing game. What do you think you learned the most about your team? Um, I guess just from yesterday's doubleheader alone. I really respected the fact that first off Mackenzie McFarland, the one that came in and hit the two run double, she was on the bench mm-hmm. and she came in and pinch hit and showed up. And that just shows that we do have a lot of depth on this team. And I think it showed that we are going to stay resilient no matter what the score is. We're continuing to at least build that. And I think something that we talked about the first game surprise or not was that the post game talk was a little bit of like, we need to be better mm-hmm. in that 13 to 12 run game versus the three zero. They were like, this is a game that you guys continue to fight. And it was a cleaner game. And so it just shows that we're not necessarily, Oh, big runs. Like we're looking to play the game. Right. Yeah. I think that's what I learned is definitely that the foundation of what we're doing is we don't necessarily care who's on the other side, how the game results, but how we're, playing it if that makes sense yeah absolutely look you guys have now what uh, 11 games under your belt you brought up the fact that you you do have a bunch of games left really just throughout this weekend i mean obviously non-conference play conference play i I feel like at the start of softball season is always like just a reminder of how many games that there are for you guys you guys baseball Uh, it really is such a different sport than i feel like a lot of the other athletic programs at Arizona State. So kind of zooming out from this weekend, just taking a look at all of, I guess, the entire plate of games that you guys have. Like, what does it take, do you feel like, for you to be successful game after game after game? Like, is it like you've got your adrenaline running and it's just something that continues throughout the weekend? Or is it like a game-by-game basis? Well, what we talk about, something that Coach K says is happy opening day. He literally sent the text. He was up at like 6 a.m. And every game he wants us to treat it like it's opening day. The mm-hmm. emotions and the excitement, what happened the last game, don't remember. So I think at the end of the day, let's be honest, there isn't as much adrenaline game one as there is going to be game eight, most likely. That's mm-hmm. just mentally like impossible. Yeah. But what we're talking about is focusing in on one pitch at a time, winning it, and then the progressive picture will come about. But I think if we're just basing it off of energy and everything, that's we're going to be screwed probably. But (laughs) I think the more that we continue to build off of the little things and celebrate the little wins, it's going to come out to a better, bigger picture. Yeah. Do you almost, and I know, I mean, you and everybody else, you've got so much confidence in your team, in your teammates, in your coaching staff. Does it almost give you a little bit more confidence getting back to just the games on Wednesday to be able to win a game where the bats are clicking and it is a high-scoring affair, and then the very next game, just a few hours later, to win one where it is only a 3 nothing game? Yeah, I think it shows that this team is beginning to fire on all different cylinders, considering we obviously have some pitching out at the moment with Kenzie Brown redshirting and then along with a little bit of other things we're using all of our depth and we're building a team that's going to be ready in May that's going to be ready in late April and June because we're using everybody and we're learning how to fire exactly 
the first game, it was more of a hitting game. And then pitching showed up in the second game. So that just shows that this team isn't one that's like, if their bats aren't going, you got the win, if that makes yeah. sense. So it's making me feel very good that this team wants to show up. No matter the circumstances, we're going to get it done. Does it almost... Not not does it feel weird, but is it a little bit of a learning curve for you? Because you've obviously you've you've been on different teams, you've been in different conferences, but for you to be a transfer now at Arizona State, you it does feel like you are stepping into far more of a leadership role um, off the field, and I mean on the field, like you lead the team at batting average, you've got the most hits on the team. Like, do you feel any sort of pressure that comes with that, and do you embrace it? Are you like looking to like? advance it in a way just how do you deal with i guess the pressure of being a leader as a transfer on this team i want to say it's pressure considering this team is so easy to so-called lead right mm -hmm. because what we talk about is everyone has leadership qualities i might be a more vocal leader i might be someone where my role is to do abc but that doesn't mean i'm in charge of xyz there's someone that uh, Mackenzie McFarland broke her nose in two different places and she's still showing up and when her name's called she shows up her mm -hmm. leadership quality is toughness if that makes sense so something that we talk about is everyone has a job to play and some might be a little more outspoken than others but I definitely think another thing that's really cool about this team is it's pretty much new all around yeah there's so many transfers there's a good amount of freshmen so everyone Obviously, coming in as a fifth year, having a personality that's definitely a lot louder one, you would think that it could be not necessarily welcomed, but this team was so amazing, open arms, and they they don't want a repeat of what happened last year. Yeah. Right? So anything that the transfers could bring perspective-wise and leadership-wise, everyone was like, yes, please. We want this. Let's do this together. Yeah. So. Absolutely. You with a loud personality? No way. What? That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. Look, you, you brought up kind of the, the post-game speech, whether that be from Coach B or any of the other coaches the other day, just in terms of like, okay, yes, we got the dub, but we need to tighten things up. Um, I, I think for you, you've had other coaches. Obviously, everybody on this team, I guess, has had uh, a separate coach at another point. But for you, being a fifth year at the college level, like like we said earlier, you do have a significant an amount of games now under your belt. Like, what have you learned the most, I guess, about Coach B, like that you maybe didn't see in practice because it wasn't a game, and now that you've gotten all of those games played, maybe there is a little bit of a difference. I think something that I've learned from this coaching staff is they're really big on playing the game right. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that is no matter, again, I'll say it again, no matter what happens on the field, they're focused on what's happening in-house and mm -hmm. how we're playing the game. Because they don't want us to be result-oriented in the way of, because we can't control what the umpire does. We can't control what the other team does. We can't control a lot of things. But they're main focus right now is our mental belief in ourself and that's something for me that i don't think i've necessarily had a coaching staff harp on so much and i think maybe this is because this team is finding our identity but the coaches are really instilling in us that, that they believe in us so much mm -hmm. that it's on us at this point to believe in ourselves and so i think because we're getting that 
standard like raised every single day because we are showing bits that we can do everything the way that we know we can i think that's what surprised me the most about coming to this team is that it's so focused on us versus outside factors yeah absolutely i i think for 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 you guys obviously the start of the season so many home games at club farrington you really start to be able to to build that environment and that culture because i do feel like it is a, a year in year out basis like the team has to almost connect with the fan base over again just because like you said there are so many new players on this team only year two of coach Bartlett like now that you've played so many games at Club Farrington obviously you you guys love being home are you almost excited though for for the point when you get to go on a road trip with these girls yeah I think that is where you build a lot of your memories mm -hmm. So for me, like at Boise, I every game we had was on the road until late March, which yeah, it was it was brutal. It was definitely the travel schedule, but so I'm used to that. I'm used to the bus trips. I'm used to the hotel rooms and all that stuff. And I think that's a lot of core development. So I think that'll be really exciting. And it's also exciting to go step on someone else's field with that edge and that chip on your shoulder that I'm going to come into your house. And so I think that will be really exciting. And I'm really excited to see what we do because I personally haven't been on the road at all. I wasn't here when we played at GCU. So I'm excited to see how we step into a new environment and we show up. It'll be it'll be exciting. It definitely is. Look, I, I know there's a lot of people really excited for just kind of what you guys have already done this season. Like we said, you look back at those two games yesterday, uh, kind of looking ahead, got a game today, got multiple games throughout the weekend. What would your message to Sun Devil Nation be just in terms of getting them out there ahead of a jam-packed weekend at Club Farrington? This is going to be a weekend with a lot of great teams and even better softball. We're only focused on Texas State right now, so show up tonight. It's going to be a great, great game. They're a great team. They're gritty. They're fun to play against, so it'll be a good game, so you got to show up. To definitely be a good time. Like we said, I know Sun Devil Nation is definitely excited. Kelsey Hall, another edition of Kelsey's Corner. Best of luck not only today, but throughout the weekend, Kelsey. Thank you. Go Devils. Guys, that is going to do it for today's PHNX Sun Devil Show. We appreciate everybody hopping in here. Please do us a favor. Again, hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button. You can find us on social at PHNX underscore Sun Devils. You can follow me and Anthony underscore Tochi. You can follow Eric Ruby here at Eric Ruby. That is Eric with a K. And you can follow DJ Jacob Franklin at Jacob underscore Franklin 4. But we will see you guys Friday for a Friday fun day. In the meantime, go Devils. Peace.